Listen closely to what I am about to say. Welcome to Game Club, the podcast that's like a book club, but for video games. I'm Dan, your captain in a swivel chair. I'm Catherine, fake nerd and fake screenwriter. I'm very ill. And I'm Charles, smuggler and nurse herder. Welcome to episode 14. This week we played Pulsar, the Lost Colony. We're going to breeze right through uh, Pulsar's a game from Leafy Game Studios, uh, where you are on a ship cruising through the galaxy we're going to put a pin in that for now uh, like we do every week and head on into our nerd week charles i want to hear all about your nerd week as long as it doesn't have to do with star wars <laughs> well i'm not gonna lie down. please no more star wars <laughs> i'm not gonna lie down a bit of it has to do with star wars uh, okay i've been doing a lot of star wars we got a bit uh, of feedback we got a bit of feedback friday <laughs> <laughs> There's too much Star Wars in the last episode. Apparently, I'm just too much Star Wars, so I'll keep it real short. So the new set for Star Wars Destiny released, right? And I went to an event. The feedback was from me. And it it was amazing, and I pulled a lot of cards and did really well. Done. I'm done, all right? That was Star Wars. More happened, but I won't say it. That's uh, pretty good. What else okay. have you been doing in your nerd week? Uh, would- so we had we had a we had a board game day uh, all together, which was lovely. We finally got it to happen, uh, and the chief game that we played was Pandemic Legacy. Uh, our first month, we played through January, and and we lost. Um, no one, no one was surprised. Uh, but look, I think it's a really solid game. I'm really looking forward to playing through the next 12 months with you guys, uh, and watching the world go to hell as we, we show our ineptitude in curing viruses. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So finally got our hands on that and, uh, and finally playing it, uh, which as, as full board game nerds, we probably should have done previously, but I'm excited. I just want to make a note um... that me as the dispatcher was probably the best part of the team. (laughs) Yep, the, the dispatcher. Yep. There was a lot of singing. You were pretty good. Uh, it got pretty um, grim. I remember, I actually remember reading a review because, you know, I went on to um, board game forums, I think, and was looking at the game. So I was like, wow, that's, you know, it's the highest rated. It's got all these glowing reviews. And I said to Josh, oh, we should really buy it. And as soon as he heard that you had to put stickers down and that, you know, there was consequences and that you couldn't replay, he was out. He was not interested. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm really except, glad we got a chance to play it. We drew a card that a thing happened, and we're not going to say what happened. But we had to we had to tear up a card. Uh, we ended up putting it in the burner of the barbecue, so that card mm. is half a card now and is <laughs> forever lost it to all of us. Yep. I think one yes. of you guys you know, got the video for that. Step. Yeah. I mean, I think it it was that thing where if you looked at a board game, if you had a little card inside every board game box which said how many times you'd played it. Realistically, even some of my most beloved board games. Oh yeah. I've, you know, maybe played 10 times. So playing a game solidly 12 times, I've gotten my money's worth out. Like, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like 10 bucks a play or, you know, what we, yeah. we got it all cheap. I mean, what, five bucks a play or whatever? Like definitely worth it. Uh, you yeah. Can, anyone that thinks that the idea that it's not replayable enough because it finishes, is it's ridiculous. You, you would be so surprised if your favorite ball mm. game, you'd played more than, you know, 18 times, which is kind of the average amount of playthroughs I think we'll get out of it. So, yeah. That, that's that. So highly recommended. Uh, and finally, uh, you two have already watched the season, but I got to mm. watch my first episode of Legion, the X-Men uh, series, yeah. and was just fascinated by the whole thing. Um, yep. It's it just pretty made, awesome. It made choices that I just don't understand why or what they were thinking or who they were pitching it at. Like, I don't understand who the audience for this TV show is. Uh, but the it's a superhero show. Yeah, no, it's, not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like X Men in episode. very small, small letters. Like it's not hammering yeah. on the X Men we all know and I mean, love. I think it's part of this thing of peak TV where it's about like you know having a smaller audience. Like you're no longer aiming for audiences of ten million. You're aiming yeah. for really vocal, dedicated audiences of a few million. Yep. And I think like it's nerdy enough that I'm interested, but it also isn't you know um, Flash or Arrow or any of yeah. those really kind of boring superhero shows so boring um it compared to well i mean like they just belong from a different era and i completely Mm. get why people love them um but it's i want stuff that's kind of pushing the envelope a bit more and some awesome powers and that's legend (laughs) yeah it was it like first episode was just amazing i just thoroughly enjoyed it so can't wait for the rest of it Uh, and i'll have plenty of time to watch it because i'm on leave for the next two weeks just watching eps and uh and putting together terrain and painting minis so life's amazing Excellent. And that's that's my nerd week. Sounds like a very good nerd week. Mm. 
I went last last episode we talked about G G E Z uh, or E Z as Catherine incorrectly pronounces it, <laughs> which is a esports bar that opened Australian up in ways coming through. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I went down to G G E Z to watch the group play stages of Worlds League of Legends World uh, League of Legends Worlds tournament, and uh, ran into Juves, who's the captain of one of the Aussie teams, uh, who unfortunately didn't make it to the international tournament. Did you um, get your selfie with Juves? I didn't get a selfie with Juves. I, uh, we had a were couple, you trying to play it cool? Just like yeah, cool. we were trying to play it cool. Had a couple of beers. He's a really lovely <laughs> yeah. guy. Nice. Um, and uh, maybe he can uh, carry me through some games or something in the future because I'm terrible. Um, the food there, really good. The atmosphere, really good. The only downside, I would say, is you couldn't really hear the commentary on the TVs themselves. It's sort of a bit loud in there. Um, yeah, Whether right. that's just from the hype of everything going on, you know, people cheering or just people talking. Uh, It was a bit hard to hear the commentary, so you really had to be focused on what was going on. Um, Whereas I think in most sports bars, you can usually hear the commentary from the TV, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not the best person to ask. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea. I I don't know. I think they pause, like they mute it sometimes. Uh, I don't think it's a big thing that the commentary is heard. I don't know. Whatever. Movies tell me that sometimes you hear it, though. <laughs> Can some, yeah, well, that, that, that's probably my only frame of reference as well, watching watching television and movies. If, if someone could please tweet at me and just let me know what happens in a real big boy sports bar. <laughs> Didn't you watch the fight? They have... Oh, but I guess that was Actually, the fight, no. so it was different. Everyone was yeah. when I was in... the fight. a generic one. Yeah. The fight. When I was in New York, um, I sat at a bar that had the basketball on in the background, and they had subtitles, so they had it muted, but you could read yeah. what was happening. Yeah, yeah, like so that's my contribution. Kind of, <laughs> hmm. Well, speaking of uh, basketball, was it? Uh, I've also been playing NBA yep. 2K18. Uh, I got sent a review copy. <laughs> oh, um, in that case, sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be real with you, and I think I, I let you guys know this uh, before when we are playing board games, but I am terrible at – I'm not really, really even sure what basketball rules are and what all the no, terminology no is. is. And <laughs> this game does not – yeah, this game does not do a good job at onboarding you. It kind of assumes you have seen basketball games. <laughs> Well, before. mate, you've, you've probably played NBA 2K17, 2K16, 2K15, and 2K14. So, for people that are purchasing this, I feel like they've already they've already <laughs> NBA 2K'd pretty hard. Yeah, um, I feel like the last basketball game I played was like a two-on-two one where if you got enough alley oops in a row, the ball caught fire, and ooh. if you got oh, wait, more alley oops, real game, caught, like a video no. game, not a, not in real <laughs> life. <laughs> That's not how it plays in real life. Um, yeah, I, I think it was some sort of like street jam or something jam, obviously. Um, whereas my it experience, space jam? Could have been my space experience jam. of basketball after that is Space Jam or watching yeah, videos right. of Benny the Bull, who's like the oh. Chicago Bulls mascot, uh, doing flips and tricks and stuff, and that's about it. I think there was uh, a Futurama episode with the uh, the Globetrotters on it, like future Globetrotters as well. No. Yeah, the- is that that Simpsons, was Simpsons? Was that Simpsons? Maybe could they both, both did it. They could have both did it. You don't know. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, let's both say we're right. <laughs> yep. Win. Catherine and Charles High Five. So Woo. look forward to that review. I think it's gonna, going to have to be a video review because I've, I've recorded a bunch of footage of me playing and it's it's a little bit cringeworthy, um, especially I'm, the I'm way my character that, talks. Yeah. Yeah, if you were good at it, I wouldn't watch it. But I'm looking forward to watching you fail miserably at it. So That's right. Yeah. Well, the game asks you, like, where's your character from? So I was like, oh, Australia, of course. But I don't think that has any bearing on how your character talks or comports themselves. So, uh, yeah, That's he's a bit straight. I'd like them to come in with like a, a tinny and like, you know, just, just ochre yeah. and all over the place. That'd be amazing. Jordan you don't Bulls, even know what yeah, yeah, do. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I don't. You're too fancy. Shoeys? They do shoeys, don't they? Going to do a three-pointer. <laughs> I never understood what, why shoeys. Like, I know what they are, but I don't get them. You've got to show off your shoe deal in if you've yeah. got a, a branded sponsorship. And this game has that. You can get a sponsorship with Under Armour, Nike, Adidas. Yeah. So is yeah, shoeys, are they based on sponsorship shoes? And then just it no, became a thing no, that they, people they did? they are gross things that only Australians <laughs> do. Uh, I think they've picked up. Anyway, we should move away from sports because okay. it's yep. really not our expertise. <laughs> Catherine, save us. Save us from this. What do you uh, got, Catherine? Well, so I played the Rick and Morty VR game, uh, which I loved. It is amazing. It feels like the show. It's just 
incredible. Um, so that was through uh, the Vive and I think it was maybe about three hours gameplay. By the end, I was getting a little eye tired in terms of like having the headset on. Um, there were lots of Easter eggs. Um, yeah, I, I re- recommend it highly as a uh, video game experience, but also just a, as a Rick and Morty experience. Um, and my understanding is, is that it's basically, it's some sort of variant on Job Simulator. Um so that that was what Josh said. So which made sense because it felt a lot like that game in terms of making things and putting things together and general chaos and stuff. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a great example of uh, video game IP work done really well um, because obviously there is not a great tradition of that. <laughs> um, uh, a little bit. It is mostly contained though. So it is, you know, it's hard with VR in terms of, all of that, well, you can press the teleport button and then you go somewhere else, but you're going to lots of small spaces. So you're mostly confined to the garage, um, but you really don't feel like it's really not a problem. Um, you do enough stuff and you get to do it, go, kind of go to enough mini areas that you you don't feel um, constrained. And there's lots and lots of Easter eggs. Like I, I think I maybe only did half of them, um, but I could have eat, I would have happily continued bunking around in it to find the rest of them. How's how's the writing? Because I know South Park's been sort of praised for being on point. The South Park yep. game for being on point with its yeah, yeah. TV counterpart. Um, is this the yeah, same? Yeah, it is. The the writing. I mean, it's pretty basic. Um, you have you do have a little wristwatch thing where you talk to Rick and Rick turn Rick and um, Morty turn up quite a lot. But it felt it felt like the show. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I guess the highest compliment I can play to I can pay to it is that it felt like the show. Like you know, the writing didn't. Uh, it, it didn't really jump out at me, but it didn't make me go, God, the person writing this has never watched Rick and Morty. Like it, it felt like the show. And um, yeah, there was a little section where you got to kill those bureaucrat beetles that appear in the first, yeah, um, appear, in the, appear in the first episode nice. and it was excellent. <laughs> it's like, they're a machine. I have yeah. no respect for them. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The, the galactic government. Yeah. So, so there were lots yeah. of little callbacks and lots of little fun things. And I mean, my God, like I'm not, you know, a shoot 'em up game person, but the shooting in VR, like getting to use your hands as guns basically is just, phenomenal i'm like yeah this is this is i would never go back you know yeah i remember charles playing the star wars one uh, <laughs> we got footage of him actually moving his body to try and dodge yeah, laser yeah, blasts yeah, really just you because you're yeah in, and you then you, into it, yeah. you lasered you swung into our wall from memory <laughs> <laughs> correct you are yeah. you lose you lose where you are and you get a little excited and you are yeah. And that was because R2-D2 was being a goddamn punk. Like, I he was being a punk. I just to put a lightsaber yeah. through him, but that's neither yep. here nor there. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> so on that note, I then got given for my birthday a little mini VR headset, one of those ones where you kind of put your phone into the front of it. It's um, not one of the specialty Samsung ones, but ones that's uh, designed to kind of go with the iPhone, which doesn't have any uh, – well, iPhone or Android, but, <laughs> but doesn't have you any official headset yet. You me with your I love, but that's okay. Uh, Look, it's, it's it really interesting. Apple's three years behind in their technology, but pretend – No, they'll, they'll launch it and take over the market. I'm actually really excited for Apple doing VR properly because it's um, – it just means like they when they launch something they do it I know, properly. I know, um, and it saddens yeah. me. But then they fall yeah. behind. But their first yeah. launch is always so much sharper than anything else that exists. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was interesting. Like you know, I played a little. I played a couple of little horror games because they're quite popular. Um. Obviously, it was nowhere near as good as the Vive, but it was it was fascinating to see. Like, okay, so almost every phone on the market in two or three years, I will expect to be able to be put into a head a VR headset of some kind. Um, and not that it's it'll be designed exactly for that, but my my phone worked pretty well, and it's just a little iPhone six. So, mm. um, you know, you don't have to get the iPhone X to have to have a VR experience with your phone, but well, obviously the iPhone X will be the, the best one. The iPhone X is only good for emojis. <laughs> That's pretty much everything <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, it doesn't uh, have a. It, it's um, smooth all the way down to the bezel, and they're saying that they think a lot of that is because of um. 
AR and VR and, and using it for both of those so that you don't have My any interruptions SA on the screen. My literally already does everything that that phone does, but that's okay. We'll, we'll leave that right there. And you know what? The iPhone will still sell more than yours. It will outsell the <laughs> shit out this, of it. This week's episode, not sponsored <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, And then my last thing is just that I've been playing a little game called Alpha Bear, which I can't remember if I've mentioned before. But it's one of those classic, like, you know, pick it up, play it for a little bit while you're on the train and then put it down. It's just a little word puzzle game. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, it It's just making words out of letters and then you make your bears bigger and it's very satisfying. And I'm, I've probably played it more this week than any other game. So, <laughs> Alpha bear. Including yeah, horse you know, Oh, it's adorable. Well, it's got good yeah. reviews. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's a very simple little word game, but it does what – sets out to do well that's all you can ask mm. Mm. sweet alright well that's good nerd week fam let's don't call me fam I know I just want it noted that none of us approve him <laughs> none of us dance fam ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the with the beauty of editing no one will know you disagree with it <laughs> I'm gonna say it every third sentence for the rest of the podcast <laughs> All right, bro. Let's go into the news. <laughs> oh, Catherine, too early. What is wrong with you? I was doing several newses. <laughs> she was. Let her commit. You got to play with her in that space, Charles. I cut her off. Play with Catherine. You just cut her off so harshly. I just wanted one good one, Catherine. God damn it. All right, do you want to try again? Let's do it again. Yep. I got a bit of news. Uh, I don't, there's a game called Fortnite, and it wouldn't the be all that interesting. That me. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you're building a uh, fort. It's genius. Yeah. It's a but knight fort with a fort. Isn't... It has nothing to do with every two weeks. I yeah. can't back that up in any way. I have no knowledge of the game. It has no, to be. Uh, NIT. NIT. Oh, yeah, that's not great. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. So, the main reason why this is interesting, Fortnite would just be a sort of a regular kind of game. But the reason it's showing up in the news, uh, f- this game from Epic Games allowed cross-platform play between PS4 and Xbox One. Um, now, previously, a lot of other games have said that this has this is impossible. A lot of games have claimed that PS4 and Xbox One, it's completely different. You can never you can never work together. You can never connect together. And then it turns out, oh, whoops, we put the wrong. We just uh, pressed the wrong checkbox, and yep. uh, everyone they got to connect. Did it. It's amazing. <laughs> so they've been saying and, something that's uh, impossible for years, and these guys just accidentally did it. So it became very clear <laughs> it's not impossible. And because who didn't want it to happen, Dan? PlayStation, mm-hmm. Sony. Sony doesn't like playing with others and I think part of their reason now they're backpedaling saying that oh it's because we want to be able to control our players experience they only agree to terms that we've set in you know PSN or whatever and we can't control the way they'll you know the way Xbox users will interact with them because Xbox users are dirty and (laughs) feel free them I guess I mean I can kind of see the logic of that like I think I think what annoys people is that they lied about it. I think if they were and just said it's not possible where it clearly is. But the idea that, you know, you want to keep your system closed and that – because, you know, imagine that um, like just on a logistical level, you're playing on your Xbox, someone harasses you and you report them. That's then two completely different organisations with two completely different like customer service, harassment policies, systems, all of that that have to somehow integrate. And I can see how that's just way too much fuckery to make work. Like, yeah, but and also even, they want to even, sell more PlayStations, uh, more importantly. That too. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> the real reason. Let's, let's not pretend it's not. I mean, and that's fair. I mean, they're a business. They want to sell their product. So so if your I friend has, has, has a Minecraft, is Minecraft even on PlayStation? If your friend has a PlayStation game, it's on everywhere. you're, you're mm, going to have to buy a everywhere. PlayStation as well to be able to play with them yeah. Uh, yeah. or convince them to get a PC. Uh, this, this comes amid Minecraft launched this year with their everything's going to be connected nintendo switch pc xbox 
mobile phone, tablet, you know, all of that's going to be connected. So as what? previously you couldn't, but now as as a as mm. any kind of user apart from PlayStation, you can play Minecraft with oh, your friends. Okay, so it's just PlayStation that isn't letting them do it. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, pretty funny actually. <laughs> so Rocket League allows crossplay between PC, Xbox, and Nintendo. Now, yep. granted, PC and yeah, Xbox well. are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. But Nintendo jumping on board that's uh that's friendly. That's especially yeah. and. Especially with mobile phones in the mix as well. So your iPhones, your iPads, uh, Android platforms, you're going to be able to play Minecraft and I assume future games as well in that sort of same vein across all those platforms. Uh, and Nintendo is, is you know, traditionally very guarded about its online yeah. services. Mm-hmm. They, they got that whole Generally friend code thing. Ones. Uh. Yeah, no voice chat. You have You can only send, you know, pre-rendered messages to each other. Um Yet they're I mean, still willing to come to the table, but Sony isn't. But, I mean, N- Nintendo sees the future, which is like look at what Nintendo's big goals this year were. A lot of them were mobile games that weren't on Nintendo systems and that, you know, you couldn't have gone, oh, well, we don't want any iPhone users playing them. Like, I mean, I think it's just as long as you're controlling the product, mm. then does the hardware really matter? Like. Mm. It depends if your main business plan is to sell that hardware, which for Sony, yeah, yeah, for Sony so, it is. But for Nintendo, yeah. I'd I'd argue that their hardware is starting to matter less to them now than their IP is, and you know, getting someone playing Mario on their phone or a Switch or you know, um, I I think they care less about that now than they used to. Yeah, it's all money. Yeah, money's money. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. And um, real quick, my last bit of news, Divinity Original Sin 2 launched, uh, got around 500,000 copies sold over their launch weekend, which is breaking all kinds of Steam records. Mm. Uh, First game was really awesome, and I'm super keen to give the second one a go. They smashed all sorts of Kickstarter um, stretch goals to just add a bunch of different game modes and content and all that kind of stuff into the game um and it's been really interesting to watch it so uh i want to get on board that and that's it for news uh so i've got two little bits of news one is about it was covered in a few places um but a, a hotel in taiwan that has announced that it is now a hotel just for gamers um, so there are all these amazing pictures of like these, you know, beautiful hotel rooms and then right next to the bed, it's like two full gaming rigs with like proper chairs and full high-end PC. Um, and it's just, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I don't really see what like, the point is. Yeah. Like you could Maybe, game at home. Yeah, if you have enough money I think to stay at that hotel, you could just buy yourself a gaming computer. Yeah, well, no, it's it's not about the idea that they don't have a gaming computer at home. I yeah, think it's exactly. more about the idea that they're traveling and to them gaming is important enough that they want to be able to travel and still log on and play League. Like, yeah. Look, I think I'm, I'm not 100% well, I love sure. Gaming. Yeah, I love gaming. But if you travel to another country or another city, like, leave the computer, go and see some things, talk to yeah. some people, what? eat some interesting I food. I think that's where I stand on it as yeah. well. I 100% agree, but what if you are an esports pro traveling with your team? Would it be better to just have a gaming rig pre-built set up in your room as opposed to going to have to find a LAN cafe? Because they've got to do their uh, practice. To, to train. Know, yeah, they've got to do their whatever. practice and scrims and stuff. This is, mm. this is like the equivalent of having a basketball court in your room if you're really pro at basketball, which I clearly am. <laughs> <laughs> good, good analogy. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see that. It's the idea of gaming is becoming more and more of a thing where it's either your profession or alternatively, for most of the people staying here, it's more that they might want to go out and explore the city all day, but they want to come home and make sure that they don't fall behind in the rankings and put in their four hours. Like, I guess it's just part of a shift to gaming is something a bit more compulsory, but I, I'm not sure I like it. I also really enjoy, um, apparently you can rent the rooms by the hour. <laughs> so, well, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like those places in Japan. Japan had very similar kind of things. Um, well, I mean, I thought of something different. I'm like, <laughs> the hour long and then just jump on and play some league. Like. I, I've tried renting a room at the Crown for a couple of hours before and they wouldn't do it. So that would have been really, really? handy. That's the, that's the wrong Was that on, was that on your anniversary weekend? Was it Charles? Uh, Emma and I were quite, this is in our younger years and we were very drunk and in the city and we just needed a hotel room to have a quick nap. And we couldn't get one. And <laughs> yeah. uh, just yeah. a quick twenty-minute nap. <laughs> I know. Hey, 
100%, I reckon that is what old man Charles would want. <laughs> That's yeah. what old man Charles definitely would. Just a cheeky yeah. two hours in the city. Yes, please. And then back to PAX. Yeah, well, um, uh, yeah, you've been, you've been to Japan, Charles. They, they have those kind of places already mm. where you can get, essentially it's a LAN cafe or like a private booth with a computer and you can get ones that have pod beds in there as well and you mm. can essentially just spend a couple of hours or even the whole day or night there. Uh, I guess this is just a step further where it is an entire building devoted to that instead of just maybe a floor. Yeah, um, sure. Mm. What it floats about. It's, like, it's if, a gimmick. If that's your People bliss, chase it. it. Yeah. 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 What's your other news, Kevin? Um, yeah, and then my other news was, so obviously America is getting a bit screwed over by a few hurricanes at the moment. But one of the more interesting bits of news to come out of it was so um, Tesla has uh, quite a few cars that were down in Florida, or I guess they're kind of pretty widespread across America now. Um, and they announced during the hurricane as kind of this really nice thing that they were doing, or, or actually I think Tesla known as o- – owners noticed it and then they uh, Tesla confirmed it. So they had artificial restrictions on the distance that your car could go. Um, so like I, I'm obviously making these up because I'm not particularly, I don't have a Tesla, but like, you know, let's just say it could travel 800 kilometers on a single charge. Tesla unlocked the ability for the car to travel further than that. So let's say a thousand kilometers for everyone that owned a Tesla that was registered within the Florida region to allow them to basically get away from the hurricane. What do you mean it unlocks how far you can travel in your own car? So, so well, that's the thing. It's basically, it's, um, it's a little bit like if your computer had the ability to use, I don't know, a second RAM chip. It's like your printer. Oh, it's like your printer telling you you're out of ink when it's not out of ink yet. So Just when you're... When your computer, when your printer has sort of ten percent no. ink left, it might tell you it's empty and can no longer print, and you need mm-hmm. to go get a new ink it's, cartridge. It's, it's not a like that. Issue? So, is it a safety issue? No, no. Issue? So it, again, this is a thing where it, you can upgrade it. So Tesla basically what? says you can pay them more. So you have the car, and Tesla's like, "Cool, you've got a car with this amount of range. Pay us an extra five thousand dollars to get the exclusive extra upgrade range." And but you can the same get car. these extra. It's exactly same car. It's it's all. It's um. They call it crippleware, um, <laughs> and people don't like it because of the Who feeling of well, my car. Just my car principle. could That's go insane. further. Oh my but god! Tesla has created pre-order editions where you get exclusive in in car content. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's disgusting. Genius. I really love Tesla, and I can't believe they do that. Well, so but it it is interesting in that so normal cars do it. It's just the only thing that's making you feel more. Um, strongly about this is that a normal car, you look at it and you're like, okay, well, I'm buying the $20,000 version and this has, you know, this much horsepower or I'm buying the $25,000 version and this has this much horsepower. Like, you, you know mm. what you're buying and what you're doing because it's not Tesla's a distance is... issue though. Maybe the size of your fuel tank is what you're talking about there. But I mean, that's yeah, a, yeah, okay. Maybe that's size a of the fuel limitation. tank. That's not a, but that's, that's not the a... thing. So, it's this is a software limitation, but it's no different to a car manufacturer saying, well, you chose to buy the one with the smaller fuel tank. The only difference is is that they have complete control over upgrading you and can – yeah, I mean, I'm – like, don't get me wrong, it rankled me, which is why I'm bringing it up because it mm, felt yeah. wrong. But then the more I thought about it, it's like, well, yeah, it is just like buying buying the model further down. It's just Tesla has the ability to upgrade those remotely and that's what yeah. freaked people Interesting. out. Interesting, yeah. Th- this reminds me of uh, – I think Capcom got in a lot of trouble – for sending out a Street Fighter disc, a Street Fighter game, and then the downloadable characters that you had to play, like you had to pay to unlock, <laughs> were already on the disc. Yeah. So yep. it wasn't even DLC. It was like, oh no, you've already bought them. They're on the disc, but you just can't use them until you pay extra money. <laughs> yeah. um, this sounds a lot like that. Like you've yeah, you've bought thing. physical hardware with the capability of doing that thing, but there is a mm-hmm. software thing that is not letting you do it. Yeah. And that's that's why I referenced the, the the printers before. That's a similar issue where you can get um, software workarounds so hack that you can printer. use up all of to hack your printer to use up all of its ink as opposed because because printers make money off the ink renewals. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I guess so it's like the, they're telling the, you. Yeah. 
with the printer Sorry, thing, it's every printer does that. Whereas this, it's like it's like if you had mm. bought a special fancy printer that could use that last ten percent of the ink, but the, everyone with the model down couldn't. Um, <laughs> All right, we need to move on, people. We're spending yeah, too much sorry. time on this one. I just <laughs> <it's> interesting. <laughs> but I'm outraged. But I don't know. If yeah, I'm yeah, outraged yeah. I need I need Grab to take it away and really think about it. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack on, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about the SNES Mini Classic. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but now that it comes out in only like five days, which I guess is what this weekend uh mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super i'm super pumped and excited so it's 120 bucks uh australian which isn't too bad i guess mm-hmm. uh 80 american so that's that's fine and uh and obviously it has the the great games that come with it so if you haven't looked at the uh snares mini classic yet you should uh it has a whole bunch of old school nostalgia games that are awesome including like zelda super mario world mario kart uh metroid super metroid i should say and Star Fox 2 which was an unreleased game which i think is their real selling point here uh, and i yep. think they're gonna make a whole bunch of money and i'm okay with that and yeah. i, I want to give them my money um so <laughs> nice and simple are you gonna camp out for news. one no, so getting my hands on it will be an issue, I think. Uh, wh- what day is the 30th of September? Anyone Anyone? do some simple maths? Um, Saturday. Five days from now. <laughs> Saturday. It's Saturday? Oh, yeah, it is a Saturday. Saturday. God, I hope not. I'm, I'm going to have to – I might do a little bit of lining up. I might just cancel all of my social commitments. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a thing. And then just I think I'm most excited about Yoshi. I really want to play Yoshi's Island. Is that on it? The old school Yoshi's yep. Island. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, Mario yes, World 2. Yeah, it is. Yeah, nice. Oh, jeez. You're going to come camp out with me, Catherine? Get into no. speedrunning, Charles. No, I'll play, play yours. Those SNES I'm not, classics. Yeah, yeah, I'm not camping you gotta, out. you got to wait in line with me. No. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be a bonding experience. It's just like, no. fuck you, Charles. I don't need your friendship. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> You're a piece of um, shit. <laughs> I'll play your um, game. I won't, I won't help you get it. <laughs> I see. Very we good. put out a poll, actually, uh, if people are keen on the SNES Mini Classic, and 20% said yes. But that means 75% said no. <laughs> so not a lot of I mean, SNES Mini Classic fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has F-Zero as well. Oh, Dan. Oh, Mega Man X. Ugh, amazing. I was a very poor child. Well, growing up and only had two games on my – two or three games on my SNES, uh, one of them being Mario All-Stars and one of them being Bubsy. Wow. And I think we ended oh, up getting Super Bubsy. Mario Kart eventually. Yep. Uh, but – all the other games I played, I think we had to rent from a blockbuster. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think 64, <laughs> the Nintendo 64 was sort of my generation for branching out. Yeah. SNES has a, has a special place in my heart, but I don't, I'm not going to rush off to stores to get one. See, I, I played them almost all on an emulator. Like if I buy this, it would be the first time I've played any of these games legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm disappointed. I just didn't have, have a console I growing up. I played a lot of Busby when I was younger. Yeah. Um, you mean Bubsy? Yep, that's the one. That's what I said. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the game <laughs> of the week. <laughs> So, Pulsar Lost Colony is an indie game developed by Leafy Games. It's a starship simulator in which players control a spaceship in an attempt to discover the Lost Colony. Players have the choice of classes, and up to five players may play at once. Uh, It's currently in alpha and uh, hasn't got an expected release date. Now, we played this as five, technically as six. Josh couldn't get into our game, (laughs) (laughs) But but we heard him trying to get in. (laughs) He tried heard to him play trying to VR. get him VR. Apparently, yeah. VR does not make a lot of sense. That was his mistake. Uh, so I yeah. want to spell out a little what what this game is uh, yeah. from a from a visceral sense. So you've got your avatar, uh, kind of first person view, and you're in a big spaceship, uh, and you're you're actually in it. And it's got crew quarters, and it's got a bridge, and it's got all the different areas for the you know the engineering bay and the the reactor room. So it's got your whole spaceship and all the cool stuff that goes with it. Uh, and then in that spaceship with you are your four other friends, uh, or four other players, or AI if you have no friends. And then <laughs> you've each got a role. So there's the pilot, the engineer, the help me out here, weapons person, weapons specialist, the, yep, scientist, the scientist, and, and the captain. The pilot. Yeah, I already said pilot, Kevin. We all know about your piloting skills. Uh, (laughs) So you each got a role. uh, You've each got your little bay and your own little section on the bridge as well. And you're doing your roles and working together to achieve things. Now, all I've ever wanted is this game, essentially. Uh, (laughs) I just want to be with my friends on a ship, either in space or on the ocean, all with different roles, working together to achieve things. And this game gives it to me. And I found it so very, very satisfying. 
Right. Yeah. Yep. We've I and we've played not this have before. That goal. It's big for me. It's big. We had played this before in its earlier stages, and and they've added some new features and and fixed up the UI a little bit. Yeah. It it certainly has a lot more added to it, and I think there's some things we we didn't get to. Um, I think there's like an arena you can go to. Oh, I'm sure, there's a didn't... lot of stuff we didn't touch on. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we we played and yeah. So that one person's the captain. They sort of plot the course of of you know where where you want to go, what mission you want to do. The pilot in this case was Catherine to begin with. Then we had to sub her out for Charles. <laughs> it was difficult. Um, uh, just needed Charles's spatial awareness, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and so he could he could line us up to to where we wanted to warp. Um, and our friend Ash was on point in battle. Many, many things. Uh, Catherine did good, t- Catherine did very well at that. In yeah. combat, she she kept the guns pointed in the right direction. Uh, the engineer yeah, has to charge Charles. the warp core. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the engineer manages um, the power across the whole ship as well, and does, does yeah. And like if, if has to manage the coolant. If the if the if the core is going to overheat, they mm. have to eject it into space. Um, just like a good Star Trek kind of kind of vibe. Um, the scientist who was being played by a good friend Jonesy, a listener of the show, he's uh, we weren't really sure what he did, but he did something. He he teleported to other ships. You can teleport to other ships, by the way, and he did yep. a lot of that and, and shot space up the crew stations of the other ships. and yeah. Yep. And planets. <gasps> yep. Yeah. Charles had so a good a time. Good... <laughs> <laughs> Charles just wants to play. The thing is, uh, you know, you want to play this. This you want to play this game. I think with friends. I, yeah. I think you're gonna yeah. you're gonna struggle if you have to play with the bots. The bots AI isn't terrible. Like it'll follow you around. Or do just things, a pickup you... group, I guess. Yeah, it wouldn't that's be the true. same. Wouldn't be the same. It's it's no, the interactions. No, that are the that are the great thing. So the graphics of the game are, are pretty loose. I mean, it's a yeah. it's you know a small indie team or maybe even one guy putting this thing together. And That's the scope, team. you don't know that. Oh wait, yes, Legion Games. It it's probably a team. Good for you. I looked it Good up. researching. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of professionalism you get on Game Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting uh, bagged so out team. for doing research. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine it's a small team. Can I get a bit of a bit of a yep. support on it's that one? It's a small team. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Small, small team. So, and the scope they've gone for for is epic. Like, there's there's so many places you can go to and different things you can do. So well, it was. It's interesting. I reckon it's not actually as epic as you think, but it feels epic, which is the mark yeah. of good design. Yeah. Like. Correct. It so feels the like there's so many great. planets you can go. It's all about the interactions and gameplay, which I think are optimal when you're doing it with friends. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're very specifically, and they, they sort of mention this in their mission statement. People have asked them, oh, is there going to be a PvP mode or a ship for ship? However, they've said, look, no, we want to create a co-op experience that is just you and your friends versus the Expanse, right? Like, and and there is that. I mean, maybe down the track, if, if they get a, a bunch more interest uh, expanding that or, or having bigger ship crews could be re- really interesting, but I think five works well. Five felt good. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah, there was enough room in the bar for like celebratory drinks after a successful mission. <laughs> uh, these, these are the important things that we did. Yeah, we role played a little bit. We played in yeah. the space. Yeah. Uh, um, so in oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, just um, yeah, the the bar and you had your little cute crew quarters and where you could keep your stuff and it all felt very personal and oh, kind of yeah. fun. You got an allowance from the captain. How cool is that? So the captain like tells you how much money you're allowed to spend when you have shore leave, when you you know you get to a space station and you teleport over. Like just cool little little things like that that are that make it really nifty. It's really nifty. <laughs> yeah, and it was. Um, if you've listened to our FTL episode, you probably would notice a lot of similarities. Except instead of you as an overlord controlling all your crew in this game each person is one of those crew members and they have that autonomy being a real person so we came into contact with an enemy ship and we we're shooting at them with the guns i think was the science the officer that we was tried to extort money from and then when they denied and attacked us we blew them up who's to say what the captain decided <laughs> what the captain did or didn't try and extort <laughs> definitely an enemy um, so the science officer now I remember can use virus programs uh, yeah. to sort of reboot shields or sort of take down enemy shields. Uh, Catherine I think was piloting for us at the time, and no, we teleported I was I was on the... weapons. I was on. Oh, weapons. you on weapons? Because I then blew you I... all up. <laughs> that's oh, that's right. So we teleported across to the enemy ship. We started shooting them all. I think I died once. You know, you, you, there's a respawn timer um, similar to to Black Wake, I suppose. And we went over there and we started 
we killed some of their crew and then just started shooting up their engineering bay Mm -hmm. so their shields wouldn't recharge they wouldn't have enough power and then Catherine blew up their ship with us still on board i mean she could have said hey guys the ship's about i did i said it's almost dead i'm pretty sure the record will show having fun (laughs) (laughs) the record will show i was like the ship is almost dead guys (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I thought you were talking about our ship because our ship was almost dead. Yeah, well. we were losing. We were losing that match until we teleported. Like I just dropped the the pilot controls. I'm like, that's it. We're going over. Mainly because then we'd survive in their ship if ours blew up. Was my chief that's concern. True. It does have that option. So if your ship blows up, you can hack into the enemy ship by just sort of just standing around their consoles, and uh, and you can take take them over oh, uh, and amazing. sort of continue on. Oh, uh, so good. Uh, uh, other aspects of the game we didn't really get to is sort of as you. If you do stupid things like we did and lose, <laughs> you lose sort of faction points. There are a couple of different factions. Yeah, reputation. Uh, yeah, so there's the Alliance of Gentlemen, the WD Corporation, and the Colonial Union, as well as some other sort of neutral factions. And you can kind of burn a lot of bridges by being a dick, mm. <laughs> which, uh, or you can go and do missions and sort of gain favor. Um, all the while, though, the longer you play, there's sort of like an encroaching alien force i think that sort of starts uh infecting the galaxy and so the longer you play that sort of starts taking over more systems uh if you don't do the main storyline or something i'm not really sure what the end game goal of this is but it's to find the lost colony it's in the title thank you (laughs) (laughs) deep burn holy shit i want to find the lost colony i really want to play this more with you guys i'm just putting that out there um, yeah, we had a whole bunch of missions, like smuggler missions. Um, it's got so much potential. Yeah, there was like a mission we had to go get a dehydrated sandwich. Can we redirect the podcast to be only about Pulsar and Alex and <laughs> our, God, and our missions out. and I'm adventures? <laughs> I don't think so. However, I did capture uh, sort of an hour or so of our gameplay, so I might chuck that up on uh, the website or we should edit some of it, it in. to patrons. Mm. Yeah, I'll definitely mm. add the footi- edit the footage in for the YouTube channel, uh, but if you want our weird commentary of us, our comms as we play it, um, <laughs> you might have to support the show or something. I don't know. It's It gets a bit loose. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a schmidge. Uh, yeah. yeah. So any, like... Um, just strengths of the game. Um, uh, look, there's plenty of weaknesses. Like, let's let's be honest here. So it's in alpha version. So like, yeah. the shooting is not tactile. I mean, the little laser bolts running around and like, it's you know, there's a lot of unpolished stuff in the game. But what, it, what my... it does well, it does excellently. And the feel of it is really fun. I mean, yeah. I I think I think my main issue with it was actually um, kind of UI slash information based in terms of like you know, let's just say. Uh, Charles had gone down to a spaceport and was accepting a mission. Other than him kind of reading it out to us, which was often confusing because you're doing other stuff, like nothing popped up in your screen. There wasn't anything about like the captain has accepted or like, and you could see the list of missions you were on, but it was, it was very kind of, you often, it's like, oh no, we're going over here now. And you often had no idea why. Like, I, I think and it I, relies upon real world communication and, and real world oh, interactions. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? So, like, if you're if you're on like a real spaceship and your captain accepts a mission, like you don't just automatically find out. He has to give you orders. He has to let you know what's going on. And I think that's what it's based around is that hierarchy I, of control. I just on wanted that, that ship. little bit more of information, I guess. Like, no, I didn't need to know what I needed to do as the pilot, let's say, or as the weapon specialist. But I just wanted a little thing of like these are actually active missions down the bottom of the screen because that was what like I could still get that info it was just a few steps into the menu um it it, it was just an ease of access thing because I think if they wanted you to not have any of that and for it to just be that Dan had that information they wouldn't make it so that you could see it in your own your own screen it was just that it was to get there was really hard um seems nitpicky Kevin seems nitpicky well it kind of went across the the game itself needs a bit of work yeah it's fair okay yeah yeah. I loved it I as, think well, as well, yeah. but not as much as Charles. <laughs> From what Catherine was saying, if someone on your crew accepts a mission or completes a mission, all it comes up with on your screen is mission accepted or mission completed. Mm. It wouldn't give you any information about it. There wouldn't be like a little you know, quest description in the top left-hand corner if you're on a mission, for example. Um, also, finding the location you had to go to <laughs> was a bit tricky and sometimes like some quests had a little search magnifying glass 
oh, this is the area you need to go, other ones would just say get to this space station mm, and you yeah. just have to look at the map and find it, which I'm not sure if that's their intent because they offer both options there. Um, yeah. But it was a bit difficult because there are hundreds, it seems like hundreds of, uh, See, of I'm, places you can teleport to. I'm more okay with that one. I guess like in a like, oh, no, I actually have to look around the galaxy to see where we go. The mission accepting one was just that it was really easy to feel like, you know, let's just say I was on the ship doing something and fixing something up. For everyone else to have accepted a mission, handed in a mission, decided that we were going somewhere else and kind of like you'd hear snippets of it from from the voice chat. But, yeah, just that you wouldn't get that info on your own screen in a really concise way. Yeah. Yeah, sure enough. What is the, does the weapon specialist really need to know? Well, Catherine? that's it. <laughs> Just keep your yeah. nose in the guns and keep your mouth shut. Yeah. yeah. I mean, keep that's, your head that's on a swivel. Yeah, stupid weapons. Stupid weapons. Stay frosty. Stay frosty <laughs> indeed. Uh, so jetpacking rounds, a lot of fun. The talent points are kind of fun. You level up in this game, you get talent points you can put in to yeah, different I like classes. Mm. Uh, I didn't really, f- like, the talent points didn't feel like you'd made an improvement like some of them were just sort of you have percentage more health or your gun does a little bit more damage yeah they, they uh, weren't overly impactful Token. yeah mm. i think maybe if they had some stuff that was they had a couple of talents as like this one specifically for pilots it helps you steer the ship better but maybe if it gives you an activatable ability something like that would be yeah. really cool yeah definitely like a boost that suddenly you go faster for a bit or that kind of stuff that, that'd be cool so so this I, game essentially oh yep kevin i know just i think also the other thing that i i know it doesn't quite tie into the idea of like the captain and missions and stuff but i wanted the feeling of like you know you decide to do a thing and you all have to press okay and then talk about it like um, so not so much dem- no not democracy like I still want the captain to be in charge but just that there are a few more things where like as a crew you genuinely have to decide something together because um, that was what not, was happening happening over the speeches okay, when we yeah, have well, spaceships Catherine and you're my crew <laughs> I make the decisions you do what you're damn told well how about the system Good. like Blackwake Great. where you could start a where you could start a mutiny yeah. Uh, so if enough of you voted, to, yep. that, you know, Lovely you could put yourself up for captain, and if enough people voted, you would you would get booted out, uh, out the and airlock. someone else would take over the captain. <laughs> it was missing an airlock. Were there any airlocks yeah. on the ships? I don't no, think there no were. No airlocks because oh, it was all teleporter nice. based. Yeah. Can't kill Dan like I want to. Yeah. So <laughs> so this but it's coming, Catherine. So this game was the poor man's Star Citizen essentially. If you don't know what Star Citizen is, uh, it's a very very ambitious space game that's trying to do it all. Um, and essentially be, you know, your free world space game with everything that that entails. Uh, I don't think it will ever actually get released, uh, but we'll wait and see uh, because the, the development has been out of control and there's a crazy personality in charge and it's all kind of awesome. And some people think it's going to be great. Some people think it's never going to happen. There's been lawsuits. It's, it's amazing. So this is your real like budget version, poor man star citizen that's playable right now uh, and a whole bunch of fun. So that's... That's my take on the game. So for me, it's something I definitely wanted to play and had a great time and want to play it again and we'll force you to do so. Yeah, I think maybe if we revisit this game every sort of six months, six to 12 months, once they've added more and more features, uh, we won't get burnt out on it. I, well, I so can't recommend this we game get to option. Like there's nukes and the captain has to like authorize nukes together with the weapon specialist. Like these are little things I just, I want to do in life, Catherine. I want to achieve them. And I need <laughs> your help to do that. <laughs> We need you listeners. We need you game club listeners to to go out there and help Charles form a crew in Pulsar Lost Colony and give us reviews on iTunes uh, because that really helps the show at the same time. Pulsar and iTunes. Both. Pulsar and iTunes, I think, should be your main priorities. Uh, so let's let's move on. I think we've covered majority of the game. If if there's teamwork kind of games... And, and you've got some fun friends like I seem to have, um, or at least fun co-hosts, <laughs> then this is a really fun game to play uh, if you communicate well and, and you can just get into the spirit of, of being a crew together. You're the, you know, you're the crew of the Firefly, you're the crew of the Enterprise, whatever. Um, great time, but definitely can't recommend it to everyone as it is a game in alpha and it, it has a lot of polish yeah. uh, left polish to, issues. to hit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> writing issues and stuff as well so um yeah what what are your final thoughts 
yeah, I, I, I'm obviously sold. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I had a great time. Uh, it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of laughter uh, and a lot of teamwork. That's all I ask for in life. And a little bit of abusing Charles when he tried to pilot through a warp <laughs> gate and just like, I don't want to say he missed every time, but his piloting was flaccid and it didn't penetrate the gate. It took me a good two to three gate. minutes to get into that warp gate. Like putting also, things in holes you, is really difficult, guys. Also, you're coming at it from the wrong end. You end up having yeah. to like <laughs> reverse out, go back around. Oh, that's the right, that's wrong the wrong entrance. Wall. <laughs> I think that's what we were screaming at you as you were yep. trying to pilot. Which, which probably doesn't help with piloting. I don't know. No, no stress uh, is backseat, never good. You backseat really pilots. Stressful. I, was, I was having a really hard time uh, and you weren't making it easier. So yeah. yeah, that's what you get. I give this game <laughs> four captain swivel chairs. Yeah, that's, that's a good amount of captain swivel chairs. Just, just four. Just okay. doesn't need to be yeah, an hour. Four. That's fair. How, re- how reductive of you, captain? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I give it five. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Ambitious. So make sure you Probably check out our YouTube channel. Uh, You'll be able to find links in the doobly-doo to check out us yelling at each other or check out the footage of us playing and then decide from yourself, for yourself if you want to you know, partake in those kind of shenanigans, especially if we do a call-out next time we want to play. Mm. Um, also, def- you definitely want a full crew going into this. Yeah, definitely. One last note on it. I, I don't know when I bought this game. Like when I was looking at games that we all had in common, <laughs> I was like, what on earth is that game? And it, so as, as far as I'm concerned, it just appeared in my Steam library randomly. So maybe it's in your Steam library I, randomly. I, maybe, it, maybe it's in everyone's Steam library. I think Dan and I got really excited about it like four to five months ago or maybe like Did a year ago. Did we buy a four pack or a five pack? Like maybe, some kind of deal? Or maybe we forced Catherine to buy it while she, while she wasn't paying attention. Like how you yeah. guys use my eBay to send me like wolf t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a similar scenario. I did do that. <laughs> okay, according uh, to my yeah. Steam receipts, I bought it last year in August. I have no memory of buying it. I've never played it. Like, as far as I'm concerned, it was a free game. So. <laughs> it's the magic of Pulsar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it just turned up. Yep. Yeah, how do Good. you... Oh, man, I want to I know now. How do I check my receipt? Well, if, if you... I was in my email, but um, if you... Oh. I, I bought it in <laughs> August, so if you bought it yep. then... We probably Emma plan to play through, it together. Yeah, Emma goes through yeah, and deletes yeah. all my unimportant emails that she deems unimportant because it stresses <laughs> her out that I have thousands of unread emails in my Hotmail account. That stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Game Club fans, if you've been sending Charles unsolicited fan emails, they're just getting deleted. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> or at least Emma probably reads them and then they get deleted. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. game. Let's let's move on to game recommendations. Yeah. So my game recommendation is a game that I haven't actually played, but I'm really keen to, and I'm always umming and ahhing about it. Uh, it's called Elite Dangerous. This is the uh, the other poor man, Star Citizen, that is actually a playable game, uh, <laughs> and it's a it's another space game, but it's a little more polished, a uh, little more modern, uh, and you know, triple A ish as compared to a uh, an indie game. So if you're well into your spaceship and space exploration games from a first person perspective check out elite dangerous uh i would recommend star citizen because <laughs> of all the reasons charles charles mentioned before it does have playable aspects but it's certainly not a full playable game yeah, it's um, not a game it's a no, demo it, it's sort of demo modules like there's the ship module or yeah. the you're on a space station module do they have the uh, first person shooter module yet that they showed us like two and a half years ago or whatever they do, but it's separate from the ship flying yeah, module, good. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, but that game promises to have a lot of these kind of features where you will have a pilot and, you know, someone in the gunner chair and then someone who is part of the ground team that is going to storm the space station while the pilot does laps or something. Uh, and if that happens, oh, my God. However, <laughs> oh, not holding quote, my breath on that one. The quote from the guys, I don't want to build a game. I want to build a universe. Well, no. shit, mate. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> It'll be amazing. <laughs> like it's from the it's the game who did free guy who did Freelancer. Do you remember when we played Freelancer oh, in high school, yeah. Catherine? No, we got no, like I deep don't. in and it was amazing. Oh, you did endlessly we? disappoint me. I don't know. Yeah. You probably didn't. Piece of shit. So yeah, I'm really mean today. <laughs> Freelancer Alpha One Dash One. You are cleared for landing. <laughs> oh, love that game. Love that game. It's because you're sick. I feel like you guys played it without me. <laughs> Almost definitely. Uh, so it's, it's, yeah, he just wants to do everything and it will be the best thing that's ever happened if it actually happens. 
yeah, there'll be a universe in which that is a finished game, but uh, may not so, be this. And I mean, you're not worried about it becoming the No Man's Sky of hype? Like... No, 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 because he's actually trying to achieve all the things he said, whereas No Man's Sky just says a lot, said a lot of things and then didn't try and achieve them. Right, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the difference. That's what you're justifying it to yourself as. <laughs> also, I think it's, it's, it's like it's still raising money. Uh, like it, it obviously made millions on Kickstarter or something ridiculous and that's yeah. still selling ships. Like you can buy mm-hmm. the in-game ships for when the game releases. <laughs> if you want to spend $500 <laughs> on a ship, Captain, you can right now. You may good. never get to fly it, but you go spend that $500. I mean, that sounds like a good investment. <laughs> Pledge All now. Right. Pledge now. All right, uh, Captain, you got a game recommendation for us? Uh, yeah, well, so mine, uh, I obviously don't play this kind of game very much, so I don't have any that I've, played particularly my recommendations are one uh, if you liked this that you should watch firefly because firefly is great and this it feels more like firefly than you know many other things i've played um and it just kind of has that vibe of like crew working together and fun shenanigans and exploration (gasps) we Um, can name ourselves firefly people next time in role play that's very exciting actually we should do that bsg characters (laughs) be what characters BSG. bsg Nah, it's more Firefly than BSG. Nah, it it's is more Firefly. Firefly yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to be the cute engineer then, chick. Yes. And then my other one was I was reminded a little bit of some kind of moments of Mass Effect because obviously you've got a crew and you're running around, going to space stations and doing missions. So, I mean, that's obviously a RPG single-player version of it, but I think, um, you know, it's got the same kind of vibe. So, yeah. yeah. And if your friends are open to it, romancing possibilities <laughs> we could have role played some weird alien forceful romance i'm not uh, i'm not doing that yeah you could be <laughs> Mikey Harris. i could have done please it with Dan. i don't need please you. stop okay i'll recommend two other games really quick uh if we're going off tangent from video games uh try space alert the board game which is all about warping into an area and then working together as a crew to try and defeat the enemies and like uh, Pulsar, you warp and you're often in, thrown into these situations. You've got to react before your engine can uh, can warp again. And then another game which I haven't played but really want to play with you guys is Star Trek Bridge Crew. I think we mention oh, this almost Dan, every week I want to play podcast. it so much. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even a Star Trek guy. <sighs> I've been promised my virtual reality room in the next house that we live in. Is this like your yeah. man cave though, Charles? Because I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? She's full of lies. The harpy. Uh, yeah, you'll move house when 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 your daughter moves out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Jokes on her. We have to move every two years. So yeah, so it's happening. And then Dan, I will make you get a vi- like a VR system as well, and then we'll play it with Josh, and it will be the best thing that ever happened. And possibly Catherine. Maybe Catherine. Yeah, I mean, depending. Yeah. I won't have a VR system. I barely have a computer. <laughs> Oh, you could play it on the iPhone, I'm sure. Oh, right. <laughs> Maybe your iPhone X will play it on your cardboard face thing. Fuck you guys. <laughs> now, Catherine, our very best friend. Quiz time. Quiz time. Oh, quiz. yes. Quiz time. Quiz. All right. Are you ready? Um, no. No, I'm okay, ready. Good. All right. So, my quiz is space themed, but it's also Shit. pulsar themed. So, I've combined Shit. the two. <laughs> Oh. I know very so is first, prison space. pulsar themed? Is there a prison thing? First up, <laughs> what yep. is a pulsar? Oh, uh, it's it a is a star. Oh shit! It's um, <laughs> it's a star that's like releasing uh, neutrinos or some sort yeah, of energy uh, blast. Electricity thing. That's yep. what I said. No, I'm going with Dan. Dan gets that one. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's well, uh, it's going to be one. Uh, no, I'll give it three. I'll make it three. <laughs> decided on my point system um so yeah a a pulsar is a neutron star that spins rapidly beaming out regular pulses of radio waves and that's a simplified version i don't know why the game is called pulsar but that's that's what it is maybe that's where the lost colony is spoilers um (laughs) uh how long does it take for the sun's rays to reach the earth oh 12 days 18 days wait eight days (laughs) All right, so what were the final answers there? I'm going with eight days. All right, well, I'll go with 12. No, down with one, down with 18. <laughs> Stick him at 18 and whoever's closest so gets it. So it takes eight minutes. It's the speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? Honestly, neither of you get that one. <laughs> you know what's 
really bad. We're like, we're highly educated, but you know, educated. I have several degrees. To be honest, I'm not sure I would have gotten that one. Yeah. I've seen that Cillian Murphy movie where they go to the sun. I'm pretty sure he says it's eight days. <laughs> to travel there, we're talking about the rays of light. Whatever, Gavin, I don't have time for this. Next question. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Technically, it's closer. I'm not giving that to anyone. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Look, if you had said a day, maybe, but you were both so <laughs> off. I want the points, Captain. I'm not them. getting them. <laughs> Fine. Next question. Um, worth a point each. What are the five roles oh. you can play in Pulsar? <gasps> oh, pilot. Captain, Captain pilot, engineer, engineer weapon, weapon specialist, and scientist. I finished first. All right, I'm going to give Dan three and Charles two. <laughs> what? Yes. I finished first. Six points, bitch. <laughs> this is out of control. This will not. This will not stand. This is how I felt that one where you made the last question worth a lot. So take that. I see. Um, no, that's fine. What is the largest planet in our solar system? Jupiter. Jupiter. That was like at the same time. It was. I'm going to give mm. neither of you the points. Um, <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Okay with that. An astronomer called Jocelyn Bell Burnell detected the first pole star star. What years, year was this? And the closest person will, will get the points if you don't get the exact year. <laughs> I want to say it was 1962. I'm going to say 1961. <laughs> <laughs> it was 1967, so that's Charles. Yes. Oh, we were both pretty close, though. Look at us. That was not yeah. the day situation at no. all. <laughs> Um, what three is the points, hottest right? three planet? Points. What's the score? Yeah, three What's the points. score? The score so is five to six because you five to six. Me. Charles, it's five to six. Yes. Yeah. Um, what is the hottest planet in our solar system? Ooh, this, uh, it's a planet. The star Mercury. doesn't count. I'll tell you, the star doesn't count. Yeah, I'm gonna get Mercury. Uh, Venus. Then, because I already said Mercury, and Charles just cut me off. I think it might be Venus, <laughs> and it is Venus. Dan, yes, right. That's what you cut me off, Charles. It's the, it's the second one, isn't it? I had in my mind that it's the second one, but I'm like, that can't be right. It's a trick. My mind's trying to trick me. Okay, moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, what is Pulsar a portmanteau of? Say, say again. <laughs> what is Pulsar a portmanteau of? Can you explain to me what a portmanteau <laughs> is? Portmanteau. It's a combination of two words. Oh, pulsating star. Yeah. Oh, well done, correct. Dan. Well done. Portmanteau. Like port. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe I should have made the question, "What is a portmanteau?" And then my follow-up should have been, "What is pulsar?" I, look, I think some of our li- li- uh, linguistic fans uh, of Game Club are just rock hard right now. <laughs> rock hard. Six to 12. All right. All right. I'm um, not doing so, well. I mean, 12 okay to 5, this. technically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I will give the <laughs> point. I see what you did I, there. I will give you the, point, the points to the person that's closer. A person who weighs 80 kilos on Earth would weigh what weight on Mars? Oh, um, I'm going to say 72. I'm going to say uh, 37. <laughs> and Dan is correct. It, you would weigh 30.26 kilos. So he was not Ooh, far no off. Oh, shit. That was not actually very close. Good for you. I was Charles, very close. Charles, will you ever teach science? <laughs> no, never. Thank goodness. <laughs> Good. I'm an English teacher. I can tell um, them how to write poems about space. You can't tell them what a portmanteau is. <laughs> In my defense, that's ridiculous. But, you know, is it? Yep. Um, right. With one point per answer, what are the five factions you can play in Pulsar? Oh. Uh, League of Gentlemen? Yep, the gentleman one. Um, uh, WD Corporation? Yeah, WD Corporation. <laughs> Colonial <laughs> Union? Colonial Union. I'm giving Dan all of these so far. <laughs> uh, the um, Zyborgs? I nope. am the, the Creantians. No, stop, stop. Well, Charles, you're getting minus better. points. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I thought it was only three because that's what I said in my roundup of the game. It is. Well, so th- and there are, two more, there, there are two more that are coming. All right, but I'll give Dan three points there. So that, that was the yes. full. Um, there's also the Fluffy Biscuit Company and the Polytechnic Ooh. Federation. I like the Fluffy mm. Biscuit Company. Mm. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, 
And for our last question, I mean, it's not exactly a nail biter. (laughs) (laughs) What is the orbital period of the moon? Oh, Oh, here we go. I'm going to say 12 days. Jesus. I mean, who knows? It should be really fast, right? Maybe it's like four hours. I don't know. Orbital period. Because um, uh, a satellite goes down, goes around like five times a day, doesn't it? Satellite's a lot closer. Do you know oh, what an yeah. orbital period is? <laughs> is that how long it takes know. to do an orbit? Sounds messy and uncomfortable. Um, yep, I'm going to stick with. The question is, is it in like oh, an wait, elliptical? Wait, thirty days around. Yep, I'm going to stick with thirty days. Uh, After four hours, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, 24 hours. Okay, it's 27 days. So Charles yes. gets a rare oh, wow. victory. Yes, I would say that was worth 12 points. I would not. <laughs> Maybe 27 points for each day it goes around. If you were close, I had another question, but it is 18 points to eight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your captain now, bitch? Yep, it is right Dan. Down. You are. <laughs> thank you. And thank you all for listening uh, to our shenanigans on this podcast. It was a little bit loose, but so was, uh, so was Pulsar. So, I yeah, think it so all, was Charles' all fucking piloting. Thanks The quiz itself wasn't very close, but do you know what was close, Charles? What was close, Dan? The poll of the week for <sighs> next week's game. I'm not going to lie now, to you. I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. Yep. About two hours ago, I got on Emma's phone and tried to give another vote to Evil Genius, for you, but I'm pretty sure you'd already closed the poll. Um, possibly. No, no, no. I think I, I uh, restrict it by IP address. Oh, damn it. I should have got off the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Curse, uh, curse my lack of knowledge of technology. <laughs> Uh, so we asked you, the readers, and I guess Charles and Charles and Charles, um, and all the different bits of technology Charles can Well, it's just on. one Charles, because he couldn't yeah, work it. because he fucked it up. Uh, which game you wanted us to play next? Uh, it was out of XCOM, Enemy Unknown, Evil Genius, and Undertale. Uh, XCOM came ahead with uh, 42%, Evil Genius at 37 and Undertale at 21 So it looks like we're playing XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Ugh, I'm really excited about it. It was the only one I didn't want to play in that list. Yeah, should have got some friends to vote harder or worked out how IP addresses work. I voted uh, three that, times. <laughs> <laughs> I can figure it out. I voted three as well. Who were the other two mystery votes? We'll never know. No, oh, so I good. think it was more than that. Like, as in, I think there were more listeners, but I shouldn't have voted for Undertale. I, I backed the losing game. Oh, did you vote for Undertale? Oh, I like Undertale. I really want to play Undertale. Catherine, we should have joined teams to defeat XCOM. <laughs> Classic Catherine and Charles. <laughs> Uh, we'll figure out if we want to put up another uh, poll whether Evil Genius is close enough. We'll uh, put out a call to you guys in the Facebook group. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and um, maybe leave us a review if you thought it was kind of fun, if you did better than us at the quiz, uh, if you want to hear us play more games. I like think anyone could do better than Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. Uh, and head on over to patreon.com slash Live, and I'll probably pop up the... Uh, the Pulsar gameplay and some of Charles's amazing piloting skills uh, there for patrons to have a look at. Enjoy me putting things through holes. <laughs> all right, that's all. That's all the time we've got uh, for this week. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.